Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Bedrock City Presents Uncanny Universe Podcast. And on this week's episode, we are talking about Avatar, The Way of Water. Uh, it's finally here, and we're actually going to talk about it. It's a real movie that we saw. It is no longer living in the land of fiction. <laughs> but we are going to go ahead and get this thing going. Hey, everyone. This is Dylan. Hey, it's Matt. And I'm Michael. That's right. We got Matt back. We got a guest. Hey, we got hello. a guest. You know, hello. Yes, he's Welcome. back. Long, long time um, collaborator, frequent uh, guest of the show. Yeah. Uh, Matt from Clear Lake. Glad to be back. Although you could just be Matt now, right? Because you're the only Matt in the, in the company. Yeah. There were two at I'm one the only point. Matt. Yeah. yeah. The That's last Matt me. standing. That's right. <laughs> but uh, so, yes, but we had to have Matt on because uh, Matt is very passionate about uh, this franchise. No film yes. you could just say film stop there <laughs> <laughs> uh but anyway before we get into the movies uh i will remind any new listeners that we will be reviewing avatar at the end of the show and it will be full of spoilers so if you care about this sort of thing uh don't listen to that bit uh but before we get to the review we got to hear the news so dylan what'd you find on the internet this week okay i'm gonna start with all the dc dc drama let's call oh it twitter drama <laughs> basically everything on dc now comes out through social media um not through like trades but um james gunn and actors and stuff so i'll just basically go through in chronological order what has transpired over the past week and we could just talk about it as we go Does that of sound course good? yeah of course okay. that sounds like a good idea it's the only way to organize it because it's just kind of like a mess, fire dude. news yeah um, well place, la- yeah. last week we talked about wonder woman 3 being canceled that was like that's kind of where we left up that's yes. previously an uncanny universe because um, some of this uh, blew up like because we recorded last week on a sunday so some of this blew up before the show even came out yes yeah, so we have like nine days of uh tweets to get through yeah it's a lot of tweets um a lot of tweets okay so after wonder woman was canceled patty jenkins issued a statement i know this feels like forever ago but that's what we're starting <laughs> all right um <laughs> um she said i'll like pull some pieces out of it um when there started to be backlash about Wonder Woman 3 not happening, the attractive clickbait false story that it was me that killed or walked away started to spread. But it's simply not true. I never walked away. I was open to considering anything uh, asked of me. It was my understanding that there was nothing I could do to move anything forward. So the news was that she presented a script that um, Gunn and Co. didn't like, So and she wouldn't change it, so she left. And now she's saying, I was willing to change but they just didn't want me regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, which it's, um, he said, he said, she said, who, at this who point. knows? Right. It seems like, it seems like they've got a plan that is really under wraps right now that the directors and the, the, the um, creative teams are just now finding out about it. So I just, it's, it's a sucky situation. I think the, I mean, this is going to be a through line for me. There are all these, but I think the plan is to not proceed with the Snyderverse people. You know, Correct. so think, like, yes, that's. Yeah. I think it's like less complicated than we think. Um, but Gunn did respond to her. Uh, he said, "I contest that on all Twitter. of uh, on Twitter. Yeah, um, I contest <laughs> that all of Peter and my interactions with you were only pleasant and professional." That's wow. what he said. How nice. So he said, like, <laughs> you're a sweetheart. Don't let the door hit you on the way out, basically, you know? <sighs> oh, freaking yikes, man. But you missed the um, most important part of that that uh, announcement was that she she said the door is still open for Rogue Squadron. 
I, I mean, true. I missed barely. the most important part. That's that. The, do- the door is cracked open. The first time I read that statement. So, right. Yeah. Well, yeah. now she's basically saving face. Like, hey, I have time for other stuff now. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which, yeah. It is an embarrassing situation, but I don't know. That's where we are. Uh, moving on. Um, there were rumors that uh, with all the Snyder stuff getting canceled, that they were going to fold in Matt Reeves, Batman um, into yes. like the greater canon DCU, which um, a reporter tweeted that. And then James Gunn said, there are a few reporters I love more than this guy. Um, but in this case, he needs to get a new source. This is entirely untrue. And then Matt Reeves chimed in and said, um, the source I'm liking on this is James Gunn. So they both basically <laughs> said, we're not doing that. Okay. Um, I think, okay, I wanted to say an important thing to note throughout, because James Gunn is being very vague in everything he's saying this week. Right. I think it's like most important to look at what he doesn't say versus what he does say. Because he'll say something that's like, that's true, but you didn't say this part of it. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah, this, the silence on some of the stuff that he's keeping silent on is deafening. Yeah. it It's like if you were like, Dylan, did you go to the store on Thursday? And I was like, well, I, I was ho- I, I was at home on Thursday, you know, like, but I'm not saying I didn't go to the store, you know? Right, like, right, right. right. It, he's he's, he's gotta, giving you a half answer. You have to look at what he's not saying, because I think yeah, if it yeah. was like a flat answer, he would debunk everything, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. So um, it's not true that they are planning on folding him in, is what he's saying. Um, okay, so Wonder Woman's done. And then on Wednesday night... Henry Cavill announces on his Instagram page that he's no longer playing Superman. Um, it's worth noting, I feel like not to like be too upset about it because it's it came out afterwards that he was paid two hundred fifty thousand for each of his cameos in Black Adam and The Flash. So he's made half a mil uh, for like two days of work recently right. as yeah. Superman. You know, oh, so he'll be all right. That. Yeah, he'll be fine. Um, yeah, he got his Warhammer more, show. He's good. Yeah, that was coming up. There's he's got he's got some stuff. Um, he said, I just have a meeting with James Gunn and Peter Safran, and it's sad news, everyone. I will, after all, not be returning as Superman um, after being told by the studio to announce my return back in October prior to their hire. This news isn't the easiest, but that's life. Uh, and then he goes on to say, like, you know, thanks for the time, basically. Um, so, right. <laughs> um, Jeez. he took it upon himself to announce it, which is fine. But, um, I, it's interesting that he announced that he's back basically a day before Gunn took over, uh, which I think, I don't think it's too much of a leap or a conspiracy, but I think that he was probably trying to strong arm them into like solidifying his position back at DC. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. Like, you see like, oh, someone who's coming in, is my job safe? I better announce that I'm back as Superman, you know, um, and I'll be, and there's exciting things to come for Superman, which is what he said. Um, and that was the October announcement he made, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Basically, right after Black Adam. I um, feel like he was. I, I heard. So apparently, he ditched his agent after this. Apparently, he agent, did that a couple months ago, uh, before the Black Adam thing. But it's not. It's not clear. No one's confirmed it. All right. Well, this is we really, just don't know. Still really fishy. Yeah. 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 I mean, the other aspect of that is his agent is. Danny Garcia, who is The Rock's ex-wife. Mm. I don't know. So yeah, it seems like they work together. Yeah. But to okay, quote Lebowski, there's a lot of ins, a lot of outs, a lot of what have yous. I guess the question is, are y'all sad Henry Cavill's gone? No. Are you happy? I d- no, I don't You're- care. 
Okay, I, don't care, <laughs> Matt. I liked him in the role. Like he's he's good when they give him like Superman things to do. He's got the look down. He's got he's got the delivery of certain lines. He's and he's a fantastic actor outside of the role. Like I I'm I'm upset that we're not going to get any more of this. But man, we're batting a thousand on live action DC uh, Superman casting. So let's bring it on. Yeah, I'm sure we'll find a worthy replacement. I think it's like. I do have like a little bit mixed feelings. It was if we were going to cherry pick, he's one that I would have kept basically. Me too. Me too. Absolutely. So, so if that's what Gunn ends up doing is cherry picking it, I don't think it really makes this. I don't think this decision makes any sense. Absolutely. But um, if we are wiping clean, I'm not sad, you know, because that's what I want to happen. I want everyone gone. Right. Uh, I, I think that's yeah. a better choice. So it's like I, it, I would be sad to see him go. I'd be sad to see Margot Robbie go. Gal Gadot to some extent. Yeah. Um, Viola Davis. There's some that I would be like, oh man, like sucks that I, they were part of I would keep Viola a... Davis. That'd be the one. <sighs> yeah, that's a pretty good choice. Uh, I'm going to miss Margot Robbie as Harley. That was a lot of fun. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So there's some, if she's gone, I don't think that she if, is. Yeah. But um, there's some that I would be sad about, but so that's why I like can't have a full reaction to this. I feel like because right. I'm happy about it if he's firing everyone. If he's cherry picking, <laughs> then I'm mad about it. You know what I mean? Right. It's still unfolding. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, there was some, yeah. It's, there's some report I saw that they might start announcing like projects next month. So like I don't I don't know. Yep. Um, James Gunn responded. He said, um, like right after he said, Peter and I have a, have had the DC slate ready to go which uh, we couldn't be more over the moon about, blah, 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 blah. Um, among the slate is Superman, and the initial stages, our story will be focusing on an earlier part of Superman's life, so the character will not be played by Henry Cavill. But we had a great meeting with Henry, and we're big fans, and we talked about a number of exciting possibilities to work together in the future. So basically, like, when you don't get the job, or when, you, when you've when you been let go, we're going in a different direction, basically. Right. You know? Um, hmm. I don't know. There's not. That's kind of a nothing sandwich. I feel like, like he, he got yeah. he got future endeavored. Yeah, yeah. he did. That's the luck of future endeavors. That's a wrestling <laughs> reference, Dylan. Okay, thank you. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> I knew it's Michael a, was going to get that one. It's a weird. So, like, literally every time that WWE lets somebody go, their official press release says, "We wish them best of luck in their future endeavors." Every like every time, it's a meme in the wrestling community at this point. <laughs> okay, yeah. I thought yep. that was like across. Everyone, but that's cool. No, it is. But I mean, it's it's weird to do it it's publicly, like in a, in a press release, you know? Like, yeah, it is. And I guess Twitter is press releases now for DC. Um, oh well, when when when, uh, when this is the, your level of professionalism, absolutely. Yeah, when you get blindsided by a post saying I was fired, uh, I get why you'd want to like be the first to say it because it like you get your I narrative out there first. Yeah, he was trending. It was, it was like trended for a long time. We it was during the live sale. And everyone started talking about it in the live sale chat. It's like Henry Cavill's gone. Blah blah blah. It's like I wasn't surprised, but you know, right. um, like Matt said though, he has his uh Warhammer movie which or got announced series. the following day. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, announced. Which uh, it, it has yeah. already been announced. We've talked about it before. Um, it got re-announced the oh, following re-announced. day. Okay, which is yeah. basically. Um, saving face, like, hey, I still have it. I'm not unemployed, you know. Like, I didn't they just put leave out a, Witcher for nothing. They put out a quick press release, like, I know I left my job and uh, uh, 
I do have still something that I'm working on. There's no writer. There's no script. There's no yeah. director. There's no anything yet except Henry Cavill. Um, he's supposed to star, potentially star, and executive produce. And he's a huge Warhammer fan. So, like, him executive producing is awesome. Definitely. He was a big Witcher fan, too, though. Yeah, but I mean, like, he's a bigger Warhammer fan than The Witcher, though. Like, his Warhammer, like, like him, him being a fan of the Warhammer stuff is, like, a big part of his life. It, yeah, he, he is a big fan. It's like, it's like Vin Diesel in D&D. Like, I think I think they really did miss out by not getting Vin Diesel in the D and D movie, but um, <sighs> that'd been I think, awesome. That is weird. Uh, yeah, right. Like he's so famously about it. Um, <laughs> but the thing with Henry Cavill and Warhammer is like, um, I I don't know if Henry Cavill is a big enough deal, or if, if anybody is a big enough deal to elevate Warhammer into the masses. You know what I mean? Warhammer is such mm. a complex game. Uh, I I'm not into it. It's too much game for me. I'm good. Like it's a it it requires a lot of your mind and your wallet and your time and your home. Like yeah, like sh- <laughs> yeah, but like sure, but 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 you're the lore get is a new good. Show yeah, like you're gonna get a new show with established lore already. And if you're a newbie, like like when it got announced, I was like, okay, maybe I'll just watch the show. I'm not going to play the game and get all the miniatures and sink even more money into things I don't need to get another hobby room for. Yeah. do another hobby I need to do. Um, but like I can watch the show and pick up stuff and then like watch the Easter egg videos and then go back and like appreciate them. Go pick up maybe some novels and you know, yeah. Like I, like I love sci-fi. You like what we're about to talk about is why I love sci-fi. So, so yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, I think he'll be fine. Um, yeah, I think he is somewhat of a big deal. Like he's got a loyal following, at least. It's hard to tell for me whether or not that's like based on his talent. But like, remember when everyone lost his mind when he put that PC together? Yes. Like, <laughs> yeah, I do. I think that. I think if all else fails, this is a bad idea now. But I think if he's like, hey, I'm not getting any work, he should start a Twitch and just absolutely. He would dominate, I think. There. Oh my you know? God, he would. He would overtake everybody Everyone. in in weeks. He, he's going to be out there done. playing Fortnite. Ninja's going to want to play Fortnite with him. He's going to yeah. put on some 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 cat ears. Um, yeah, some, <laughs> get, the, get, the game, get the gamer chair. Talk oh about Tomato God. Town. Yeah. Okay. So there's I'd a avenue watch, for him to, to still make money. Though. I think. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's fine. Okay, moving on. Um, this is uh, from the New York Post, so it's pretty legit regarding the... Uh... Hey, I've been in that paper before. For what? I met Roger Clemens back when I was a kid, and I was on the front page of the sports section. Nice. Famous. The New York Post, <laughs> huh? Yes, sir. You've been... So you've been in the same publication as Todd Phillips. That's um, yes. that's a oh, six degrees of separation right there. Dang it. They were kind of <laughs> talking about the... They were kind of talking about the behind the scenes of the hiring process for James Gunn's position. Yeah. <laughs> and it said they said quote the whole town turned down the job yeah. and, they said, <laughs> and they said quote an industry source said it was almost todd phillips they begged him which i thought was interesting because i feel like that's such a weird choice you know thank god well i mean it's okay look it's not that weird of a choice like i don't like it but like look, what joker was very well received lots of people really love the joker and talked about how artistic it was by some audiences yeah right i mean sure right right, but i mean what are are they chasing here it was a success 
financially. It was, it was yeah. successful. Yeah. It's probably the most successful movie since, or that in the Batman, I guess, right? Like in the Nolan Batman movies. Yeah. It was, um, it was really. Uh, I'm just yeah, guessing. Like, I have nothing. I have no numbers to back Aquaman, up. Aquaman, I think, is their like big DCEU movie. Let's see. Um, okay. I'll pull it up right now. Give me a minute. Aquaman okay. made over a billion. Um, I think Joker is like 800 million, somewhere around there. But regardless, I think that would be a terrible uh, choice for us, <laughs> for the fans, for DC <laughs> yeah. fans. Yeah. You know? Um, nothing more to say there. Um, okay. So, rightfully so, well, expectedly so. James Gunn's been getting a lot of negative uh, reception to, of course, wiping Henry Cavill and maybe Gal Gadot and, uh, you know, Mm-hmm. everyone in the Snyderverse and he said he tweeted um, here we are again uh, one Oops. of the things Peter and I were aware of when we took the job as heads of DC Studios was a certain minority of people online that could be well uproarious and unkind to say the least um, he basically said no one no one likes being harassed or called names he's basically saying hey lay off uh, we have a plan and it's you'll know about it soon um, that works famously so well online I know. Yeah. I feel like he didn't need to say anything a little bit. Just you leave know? it. Yeah, but he went after, like, he's going after that toxic fandom part of the DC, like, the DC fandom. And you know what? I got my bowl of popcorn. I'm here for that. I mean, it's interesting. Like, I'm not going to say that. But, like... I mean, it's it's great to see, like, it's great to see him, like, like not attack it, but, like, like not back down to it, I guess. So, yeah, I, but... I don't know. I feel like I don't know if this will make any sense, but I feel like what part of what makes Kevin Feige like so respected is that like we don't really know much about him or his decision making or really anything other than his like very rehearsed <laughs> press releases, you know, like in person that he'll do. Um, so I feel like constantly going off on Twitter is a little dangerous. You get into a little like Elon Musk territory, like right. you could swing from people <laughs> really liking you to not liking you like quickly you know and i think it's that would be re- very bad for the head of dc if everyone turned on him you know definitely do you see this I, being a long tenure it's supposed to be a couple years at least but I think if he what, wants three, it right? i don't remember what if he wants was. it to be long yeah something like that if he wants it to be long i think he should stop mouthing off on twitter over under 10 years oh under under, under? i would okay, say yeah. under I think it's a really dangerous job to have. I can see why no one would want it. Um, Yeah, like I mean, well, he's not coming back from to Marvel at this point, right? Like, no, yeah, he's done. And he generally looks out for himself. I would say so. I I think when things start not looking good, he will leave. You know, sure. It's gonna take somebody to like. It's gonna take somebody to take this job who will be like, I want to just start from scratch. All projects are done. All projects are canceled. We're starting from scratch. And just, I think that's what he's doing. Maybe. Yeah, that, but, that, that, that but, seems but to be it, that way. That doesn't seem like it, though. It seems like he's like, well, I mean, we still have this. Com-. Like, I would well, I'd be I like, mean, all right, sorry, we're shelving these movies. We're releasing them. Well, that's maybe my, next, on- my next little story here. Okay, uh, go for Story, it. tweet. Um, someone said, I don't know who it was, um, Recasting all the main DCEU characters, but keeping some, uh, will be interesting how Peacemaker and Suicide Squad characters' actors live on, but others won't, particularly when they have all interacted together. They're basically saying, like, how can you keep your own 
creation, like your characters, like because he did the Suicide Squad and the Peacemaker show, but get rid of everyone else. Right. Um, and then Gunn said, I keep seeing posts with this untrue theory. We're not recasting everyone except the Suicide Squad. So interpret that, Michael. What does that mean? Does that mean they're keeping some of everyone or they are recasting everyone? That means they don't know and he's pivoting. Um, he's he's saying we haven't announced it. We haven't said anything. No one's saying that. You know, we're not recasting everyone except the Suicide Squad. Yeah, we're not recasting everyone except the Suicide Squad. So that means that may keep one or two people. Uh, yeah, I what think, are they not saying there? Uh, like uh, I said, it's next, it's yeah. important to look at what he's not saying. He's not saying yeah. we are. He's not saying. Uh, we're keeping we're anybody. also getting rid of Suicide Squad because I think that mm. would be the clear answer. You know, he, he's not saying, well, we're wiping everyone. They're all gone, actually. So he's not debunking what that person said, but he's not saying. Uh, it's, it's very deliberately ambiguous. Keep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, man, I feel I believe uh, in the following in the upcoming weeks and months, we will definitely know a lot more about it. But true. I'm excited, but I'm also like it, this is not the way to go about starting this up. <laughs> yeah, I think they should just let the announcement speak for itself when they're ready to do that. But as far as personal, I want them to get rid of everyone, everyone, uh, literally not one. You, Viola Davis, yeah. Goodbye. What would you? <laughs> what would you better. do? What would you You're do right. if like James Gunn and 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 company were like, we're going radio silence uh, until Comic Con. He said they're announcing movies in January. But like what I'm just saying, like, what would you have done if they were like, we're we're not announcing anything until like June at the I would earliest. respect it. They don't owe us like quick work, you know? If they're like, Absolutely, hey, you're not, gonna, yeah. you're not gonna hear from me again until we're ready, then that's fine. That's what because Kevin Feige would do. I also don't yeah. believe anything from them at this point. Like I the yeah, proof is no. in the pudding, I'll believe it when I see it. Sure, you're I believe making... what he's saying, but he's not saying much. You know what I mean? Sure, right. But I, what I'm saying is, I don't know if I will believe a slate is gonna is gonna happen as they say it will. Happen. Oh, got it. You know, like um, I think I think it's gonna be not as bad as the Sony stuff with the Sinister Six movies and whatever. You know, I don't think oh, we're gonna be in that man. territory, but I think it's gonna be a lot of that throwback amb- ambiguity here. You know. Okay, I gotta get through the rest quickly. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Um, someone said, "Oh, so you're firing Gal Gadot?" And he said, "I'm not sure where you you're getting that we booted Gal." Um, so he's not saying she's not fired, but he's saying he I'm didn't think she's her. retained. He put he put that in quotes. He didn't quote boot her, whatever that means. Right. Um, and then someone said, "How many projects will be announced in January, more or less?" He said, "A few." <laughs> um, so we'll get a few announcements. Um. Zachary Levi said, someone said, oh, it sucks that uh, Shazam's going to be recast. And Zachary Levi said, I really wouldn't go believing everything you see on the internet. Um, so he's saying, maybe I won't be recast. But, Goodness. you know, this could be a situation where Alexander Ship, who played Storm, was like, LOL, you think they're recasting just because Disney re- acquired Fox? And she was like, clearly not. Aware. You know what this is like? It's embarrassing. <laughs> this is literally a, a real life version of DC's Who's Who. <laughs> Sure. Those, those who who's comics from back in the eighties. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, well, who's this now? Okay, now who's Superman? Who's Batman? And we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to play this game of who's who for the next bunch of. It's months like when they announce 
a uh, a branch of a chain is getting closed down. Everyone's like, "Oh, am I gonna like where am I going?" You know, like that kind of, or like the lights. <laughs> yeah. Someone turned the lights yeah. on and the cockroaches are scrambling. Not to compare Oof. them to roaches, but you know what I mean. Everyone's like, "I don't know what's happening with my career right now." <laughs> um, but uh, Dwayne Johnson seems to know. He uh did an Instagram post okay, a few hours fine. ago. A few hours ago, he said, "My passionate friends, I wanted to give you a long-awaited Black Adam update. Long-awaited, um, regarding the character's future in the new DC universe." Was the future in um, all caps? No. Oh. James Gunn and I connected, and Black Adam will not be in their first chapter of storytelling. However, DC and Stephen uh, Bucks have agreed to continue exploring the most valuable ways Black Adam can be utilized in future DC multiverse chapters. There's been no, okay. mu- mu- no multiverse discussed, so maybe he's saying like, "Oh, in the future, if they want to do a multiverse movie, Black Adam could be in that." Like, if they bring in Snyder, I don't so know. So that sounds to me know. like they were just nice to Rock in a meeting, and they're like, "Hey, look, Rock, we're not going to do any Black Adam films, but you know, we'll keep your number if we want him to show up. You're the guy. We'll call you. Don't call us. We'll call yeah. you. Go ahead and unfollow us, <laughs> sir." I'm sure as soon as we stop recording, they'll announce the new actor who's playing Black Adam or something. You know, the stuff like it, it happens very quickly. Um, I have my Twitter feed up and refreshing every couple seconds just so we're right, so we're up good. to the minute. We'll, <laughs> we could do a CNN style like endless news. Breaking news. I would. Okay. I, you know, let's do it. <laughs> that's that's where we end on DC. Uh, wow. Everyone's out. Uh, Wonder Woman, Black Adam, Superman. Uh, they're all gone. Um, but the Batman Reeves stuff staying basically. New movies announced in January. Okay, rapid fire uh, non-DC news. Uh, Sony yes. announced another spinoff, this time for Hypno Hustler, which is a like Spider-Man villain musician who hypnotizes people with music. It's going to be played by Donald Glover, written by Miles Murphy, the son of Eddie Murphy. Um, and that's the spinoff. Are okay. y'all in? What's going on? Are y'all well, not in? Uh, um, what's going on no. at Sony? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a good enough uh, response. Why um, we'll talk about it more. Who cares? Why like, is always I mean, the question. Yeah, what are they doing, dude? Like, I mean, the, I, the I know the answer like is five... Donald Glover. Right. That's right. why. But the like, answer not, not is doing the character you want him to be. <laughs> or that that I don't know, like whatever. They're they're offering hugely popular people a role tailor made for them, it seems like like Bad Bunny. You, you know, like right. here, here's a character. Okay, uh, we also got a Oppenheimer trailer. Yes, uh, I got it from the Avatar. I did not. Y'all know? Oh, you didn't? No. Oh, they didn't have it in the Dolby. I don't know why. Um, y'all, everyone knows what this is. Yeah, uh, it, I mean, it's Nolan. It's going to be good. Telling the story of the enigmatic man who, you know, created the atom bomb. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, it. With the cat, the... with everybody in Hollywood is in this movie. It looks very good. <laughs> Yeah, it's. I mean, the it, Nolan looks like movie, a, it looks like a Nolan that. movie. I, yeah, right. It looks. Yes. It, it has that Nolan veneer. So if you don't like Nolan movies, I don't think you'll like this. I can already tell you that. <laughs> it's a Nolan yeah. historical drama. So if that sounds like something you'd be into, then it's perfect. There are lots it, of explosions it, in the trailer and lots of close-ups, lots of Killian Murphy. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Nolan movie. It didn't provide any new information for me. Uh, it was a very good-looking trailer, but. I would it's expect gonna nothing be. less from right. a Nolan movie. Yeah. yeah. It's coming um, out in July. Anything else to say about Oppenheimer before uh, we move no, on to the I, real movie? I think it's good casting. Uh, oh, yeah. He looks just like um. Yeah, he looks just like him. So it yeah. comes out on July 21st, um, okay. which is really unfortunate because it's 
probably not going to make any money because also <sighs> Barbie comes out on that day. Same day as Barbie, huh? Same day as Barbie. <laughs> still, they're committed to it. At the end of the trailer, it was said July 21st. I was paying attention. Um, <laughs> the poster says 2023 and the tweet says summer 2023. I think they might be keeping it open for uh, a pivot. But um, we got a Barbie. <laughs> Who blinks? Teaser. I would call it a teaser. It was yeah. like very short. It's a minute. Minute three. But I'm very hype. It. Oh, yeah. It was awesome. All the boxes. Uh, I, I said it in the theater. I leaned over to Dylan and said it. I, th- I said that was the funniest trailer I've seen for a movie this year. It, I, it was a great one, save the date. Fantastic. I, I think the whoever came up with the idea for that trailer needs a big raise. Like that was <laughs> I, I the, haven't laughed that hard at a trailer in a long time. Yeah. Oh God. It was so yeah, good. Yeah, if you if you haven't seen it, it's a parody of 2001. Um the the monkeys uh, yeah, beating yeah. the yeah the rocks and the bones. It's very very funny. Um, yeah, this time it's little girls beating their. Uh, it's narrated by Helen Mirren. And yes. she's talking about how little girls only had a uh, baby like, dolls. baby dolls to play with. Which is this is true. <laughs> and then Barbie came along, um, and uh, they smashed their dolls and and you know, embraced the Mattel overlords. And then we get <laughs> a very like quick shot of um, you know Flash like cuts. the pink Barbie world. Simu Liu, uh, Issa Rae. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. The Barbie world looked really good. I, I this movie is going to be this movie is going to rule. We've said it. We've said it the whole time. <laughs> this movie is going to rule. I mean, it's written okay. by Greta Gerwig, <laughs> right? And Noah Baumbach. You know, like it's going to be amazing. There's no way Sorry. this is bad. Um, literally no way this has the trailer at all made you realize that you should go see Barbie first and then Oppenheimer what if they open the same day Matt what are you doing if they open the same day I'm I'm too much of an old man I'm way too much of an old man Michael like you know me I I got arthritis just talking to you about this man right like I I really want to see this Oppenheimer movie because I know I've seen enough Christopher Nolan movies to know whatever i have in my head what i think the nuclear explosion is going to look like it's not what it's going to look like and it's going to look better than what i can think of and that's what's making me want to go see it more true i i I know he's got something better than what i can think of and that's why i want to see it first so 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 what i'm hearing is a double feature you start with oppenheimer and then go into barbie no, you say I, no, no, no. I could start Oppenheimer and then go see Oppenheimer again, and that's I'll see twice. Barbie the next day. Yeah, wow. I can't I'll, I'll see Oppenheimer that. twice. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> it's gonna so be like six Oppen- hours. You'll see Oppenheimer twice before Barbie once. Yeah, there you go. You, you. you heard it here. <laughs> you heard it here first. Um, that's I, Yeah. Uh, anyway, I guess let's hear about that uh, that live sale. I bet you didn't know that we host a weekly live streaming comic sale. Dust off your old Facebook account or borrow your grandma's login. Join us every Wednesday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Central. Bedrock City is the only verified blue check comic store on Facebook, meaning we're better than everyone else. It also means that we're trusted to bring you brand new quality key issues, comic bundles, variants, and more every week at super affordable prices. Even if you've already spent all your money on Fortnite skins like me, you can still join just to hang out and chat comics with Kevin Austin and me. For all the details not covered here, or if your auditory processing disorder didn't allow you to comprehend anything I just said, head over to bedrockcity.com live to read all the details. Hashtag ad. 
and we are back. And before we get to my news, we're going to do our picks of the week. I am picking a game yet again. Fresh in stock from Kickstarter is Old School Essentials, the second edition. Uh, it's a bit of a misnomer. It is just reprinting the first edition. It has never been reprinted. So here it is. Uh, Old School Essentials um, is a fantastic uh, retro clone of first edition D&D. Um, actually, basic D&D uh, before it had edition numbers. So very, very cool. Available at our locations now and very limited for the time being. Well, we only have a small handful left. So come get it. Cool, cool, cool. cool I'm picking cool. a graphic novel. It's Batman Catwoman Volume One, or the only volume miniseries uh, by uh, Tom King, Clay Man. Um, it's a great read. That's my pick. Fantastic Yo. book. Yeah, I agreed. Uh, staying with the Catwoman theme, my pick is actually a variant cover for this week. It is the Catwoman variant where it's Catwoman and Batman underneath the mistletoe. It's very, very cute. Nice. Aww. It is a good cover. It is a good cover. Yeah. Okay. Um, getting to my news. My news is very light this week because we got a lot to talk about. We had a lot in the previous segment and we got uh, we got a big movie coming up. So um, first, we only have one piece of news and two trailers. Um Matt, did you watch that uh, Netflix Fear Street stuff? Uh, What's the last last year? Uh, I I didn't watch it. I watched the kill counts for it. I I didn't have that much interest in it going into it, but I still wanted to kind of know what people were going to be talking sure. about. So I watched like the the recaps of it. <clears throat> okay, um, and I have them on my list to watch because I there, was really they're really they're good. a ton okay. of fun. We loved them. Uh, we did yeah. a, we did a review on them. We really enjoyed it. They did three of them. Ton of fun. Um, cool. I don't remember if we announced this already or if this was already known, um, but uh, they're doing it again, but they're not doing another trilogy. It's just going to be a one-off movie. Um, uh, we now oh. know. Yeah. It, but we now know that uh, it, there's a director attached and that's Chloe Okuno who directed Watcher when they came out this year. Um, so she, good. I haven't watched huh. it yet. And then she did a segment in VHS 94, um, which I haven't seen. I've only seen the first VHS. I had no idea there were so many of them. Her ninety four is pretty good. What'd you say, Dylan? Watcher was incredible. I recommended it to really? you a bit ago. Yeah, you'd th- like it a lot. I, I think I remember you from uh oh yes, okay. I see the poster. Yes, I remember you recommending this. Okay. So this is good news. Okay, that's very good. Yeah, so okay. we don't know anything. Um there's no plot details or release dates or any of that stuff, but we do have a director attached and it's a good one. So that's that's a win. Okay. Uh we got two trailers. Um so there's two to talk about here. The first one is from the uh from the director brandon cronenberg yes uh son of david cronenberg um we reviewed what was that david cronenberg movie that we saw last year dylan crimes of the future yes crimes of the future (laughs) oh man man what a picture um anyway (laughs) so brandon cronenberg who did um the only movie i've heard of his that i've i've only seen i've only seen possessor he also did a movie called antiviral which i've never seen um, but anyway, he's got a new movie called Infinity Pool from Neon, and we do stand Neon. Neon is the uh, diet, 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 diet. A twenty four, but you know. <laughs> oh, okay. Or di- well, or, or wait, are they like they're, they're either diet A twenty four or premium Blumhouse? Like in they're terms hipster of like A twenty four. No, A twenty four is the hipster. Please get out of here. Um, uh, so <laughs> anyway, um, Infinity Pool carrying the um, wonderful release date of January twenty seventh, twenty twenty three. You know, that's going to be mm. going to make a million dollars starring, Ooh, yeah. starring uh, Mia Goth and Alexander Skarsgård. Um, and it's got a wild trailer. I will give you the <laughs> po- plot synopsis at the moment. Oh, please do. Uh, um, while staying at an isolated island resort, 
James and M are enjoying a perfect vacation of pristine beaches, exceptional staff, and soaking up the sun. But guided by the sedu- by the seductive and mysterious Gabby, they venture outside the resort grounds and find themselves in a culture filled with violence, hedonism, and untold horror. A tragic accident leaves them facing a zero tolerance policy for crime. That tells you nothing. Um, uh, other than okay. that, that, that doesn't really that doesn't really quantify the wildness and craziness that is this trailer. Um, what <laughs> what did y'all think of this trailer? I thought it looked it's fantastic. Nuts. I'm I'm team anything Mia Goth. Uh, she's, yes, she's being kooky and crazy, and uh, that was enough to get me to want to see it. Basically, yeah. The trailer I thought the trailer was very strong. Also, the cool visuals, and I gen- I do like Neon. Uh, I think they make really good movies. Um, yeah. or distribute yeah. really good movies from what I've seen. So I'm down. Yeah, this one yeah, is really I, cool. I don't know if we'll get to yeah. see it in theaters or not. <laughs> we'll see. Mm, or like, I, I don't know if it's going to hit here. Mm. No. Well, no, it, it will. It will. Yeah. Okay. Maybe an Alamo draft house. Maybe a. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I want to make cinema. it a point to try to see it. We'll, we'll, we'll review it on the show. We'll make sure we okay. get a chance to see it. Um, then we did get a teaser. Uh, we, uh, we also got a title update for the new Scream. Uh, it's going to be mm-hmm. a. Called Scream, uh, Scream Six, uh, Scream, Scream, IV. Scream VI, specifically. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, not for God, God, <laughs> Dylan. Um. Anyway, I'm getting flashbacks to GameStop when people would call, uh, when kids would ask for Grand Theft Auto IV. I'm like, you stupid child. Oh God, yeah. Um. But anyway, so we got a then we got a Scream teaser. VI. We got a tree. Uh, <laughs> yes, yeah, so we got a teaser for Scream VI. Uh, it's about a minute long, and it doesn't really give you much other than, hey, it's coming. Um, it's in New York. It's, yeah, it, it's it, in right, New York. Other than it's in New York, which is exciting. It's not in Woodsboro um, or yeah. Hollywood. Um, why, couldn't so, they take, why couldn't they call it Scream Takes Manhattan? Well, because then then you just associate with Friday the 13th. And well, look, I love Jason Takes Manhattan, but that's not a movie you want to be associated with. Like, and also, <laughs> also, Matt, Jason Takes Manhattan isn't even in Manhattan. It's on a boat. Yeah, no, that movie sucks. I, I, that movie is so stupid. Like, I, yeah. I was so mad when I watched that movie for the first time because it's called Jason Takes Manhattan, oh, and he God. doesn't even He's go to Manhattan. Like Twenty minutes. <laughs> He's barely even there. But anyway, um, I, it's hard to say that this looks great or bad. But I was excited to see this trailer. Um, I, I really liked that last Scream movie. Mm-hmm. It, <laughs> and I'm excited for them to get do something different. Yeah. The trailer really reminded me of the the teaser for the f- that first trailer they had for the the Netflix Texas Chainsaw Massacre, where they ended the trailer on the the bus scene. Oh yeah, I yeah. felt like I was like, oh, they want to up, they want to try to outdo that. I guess I don't know because there's right. a lot of people on that train. Yeah, but yeah, that's not prom- like a- it's promising a good scene. I, but I don't think that's that's not going to be the same deal. It's not going to be Ghostface slaughtering everybody on the train. That's not a Ghostface but, move. Right, but it. I think it's going to be a better. I think it's going to be a better scene because it's going to be Ghostface playing peekaboo in in and out of the crowd in the the dark. I think that's going to be the best part of that, the best aspect of that scene. And I'm really Absolutely. looking forward to that. And it has a great poster too. So oh yeah, um, comes out Tana March Ortega. 10th. Yes, who's she's so hot right now. She's from, the uh, screen queen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and she's you know I mean, Wednesday that, is like Wednesday's blowing um, up. That dance is all over my TikTok. Netflix show ever of all time behind yeah. Stranger Things. Is now? it really? Yeah, that's quick. Wow, crazy. Yeah. Hey, good. Okay. <laughs> um. Well, there we go. Um. That is all I've got. So let's hear about all these tabletop events. 
time to give you the rundown on all of the awesome upcoming tabletop events for the month of July. All exact dates and formats can be found on our Discord server. Kicking it off with Keyforge, we run two events a month at our Clear Lake location from 7pm till around 9. Keyforge is the perfect game for casual and hardcore card game players. We also love our role-playing games. Once a month at our Clear Lake store, we host an in-store one-shot RPG for players of all skill levels. Players don't need to bring anything. All play materials, dice, pencils, and character sheets will be provided. There is no entry fee, however we do ask that you make a purchase of any size from the gaming department on the day of the event. Seats are very limited, and sign-ups are only open for about three weeks before the event. And of course, I can't forget about Paint Club. Every month we get together and paint some tabletop RPG miniatures. These events are for painters of all skill levels, including none. These events occur at Arcady and Clear Lake locations. We'll see you at the game tables. And we are back and we are going to talk about Avatar The Way of Water. And fair warning, once again, spoilers. We will be spoiling the film. If you have not seen it yet, uh, there are things that can be spoiled. So mm -hmm. if you care about that, hit pause now, go see the three-hour movie, and then come back and hit resume immediately upon walking out. All right? Cool. Yeah. Everybody up to speed? Mm -hmm. Spoilers? Got it? All right. Awesome. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Okay. Um, before before we get fully into it, let's talk about our hype levels for it. Um, I'll go first. Um, I, I think I was like this kind of like... Uh, yeah. No. I, um, excuse me. I really did want to see it. But like I, I was I was dreading it to an extent just because, you know, Jim Cameron. Long. Oh no, okay. I don't care about length. Um, it's just I was I was nervous about it. I don't know why. I had some apprehension. I don't. I couldn't. I can't really put a finger on my apprehension for this movie. Um, Mike, when was the last time Jim Cameron let you down? Uh that's a solid question. Alita. To, uh, Alita. But he didn't direct it. When was the last time a Jim Cameron directed picture let you down, Michael? I'd have to look at the IMDb, but probably not in a long time. But you didn't love Avatar 1. Right? I liked Avatar. Well, okay, look, I loved that movie when it came out. I remember okay. loving that movie. But, I mean, I clearly didn't love it enough to continue watching it all the time because I don't remember the last time I've seen it. I don't own it on 4K. I didn't buy it on the 4K re-release, so. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, that 4K re-release looked great. I just don't have a 4K TV for it. Oh. Uh, what, what about you, Matt? I, so... I saw the movie in 09. I was really, really happy with it. I really liked it because I was, I'm a big sci-fi guy and the, the story setting was cool and the, the characters weren't super complex. So you, it was easy to kind of latch on to them. It yeah. was, it was kind of, it was entry level characters so you can explore the world more and they sacrifice the character development for the world building. And I'm fine with that. Because I'm more interested in the world of this than the than the characters, but that doesn't mean that I, I'm not invested in the characters. Like I really sure. I like these. So, people. so you would say you were pretty hyped for it. I I was really hyped after that first trailer came out. I, I remember we saw we saw it in front away. of Doctor Strange, maybe. Yeah, I think you and I saw it together. Yeah, I was sitting cool. right next to you, and I leaned over. I was like, "That looks incredible." That's so, right. Yeah, I was hyped. What yeah. about you, Don? I was excited for it as well. I like the first uh, Avatar. Um, I have, I also haven't seen it in forever, but um, I was, uh, you know, I liked it. So I'm, t I was just looking forward to a visual feast, you know. We yeah, got one, absolutely. Um, 
So I feel like before we dive into like the movie itself, we've talked a lot about the box office and James Cameron has as well. So it's only fair to like dissect it a little bit. Um, basically, he said like this has to do extremely well. Otherwise, it's losing money. And he's not wrong. Um, it looks like it needs to make a billion dollars to break even before it starts making money. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, my God. Um, holy Wow. It's worth noting that the Avatar brand and franchise is more than the movie, like the Pandora attraction at, at um Disney World, you know, is like a huge moneymaker. Disney parks will make more than any movie, you know? So it's like there's there's a lot of moving pieces to like maintaining a brand, you know? So I wouldn't write it off as a failure, even if it doesn't make a ton of money. It should break even, I would hope. Um but uh, it opened with $441 million, which puts it at the second highest opening of the year, right behind Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. It's going to be disappointing um, for Cameron. Yeah. yeah, it is disappointing. I feel like he probably wanted the biggest opening of the year, at least. You well, know? Of course. Um, it's not even, I think, in the top five with like US openings, you know? Wow. Um, but things have legs. It doesn't legs. matter. You, you, know what, you know what else isn't in the top five? Top Gun. Um, yeah. But then it went on to make tons and tons of money because it just stuck around for so long. Right. So this could be one of those, you know. What's coming out in the next few weeks? Nothing. There's nothing. no competition. No, no comp- yeah, you're yeah. Infinity pool in three weeks. Yeah, <laughs> it, we you, go. it's going to get blasted. When that comes out, I really want you to do a, a number comparison for me. Just say, I want to hear what the numbers were from that week. So it made a lot more than Avatar 1, but it needs to have like an incredible hold to be comparable because avatar one from week one to week two only dropped 10 percent, and like 50 percent is considered good you know so avatar yeah. one had like one of the most like the best holds of all time basically mm-hmm. um i don't think it'll do that i don't think it'll make as much as avatar one um movies have but, changed since then yeah but here's what i think held it back like we talked about like how like the doom and gloom of it but i think some things did hold it back like to be fair um number one there's still you know lingering pandemic stuff you know Mm -hmm. it's not fair like to compare a movie now to then necessarily like i I didn't go see it opening weekend so i contributed you know yeah like i saw it monday yeah um it's a lot longer than the first one uh i did the math and you can only or looked at it you can only fit three imaxes not four um because it just pushes it mm-hmm. over the edge, you know, for mm-hmm. how many how many theaters you can book. And then what I think, um, also there's an extended business window for this one because it's opening before the holiday, so there's all of next week. You know, right. people are like, oh, "I'll just see it with my family next week." I think that happens. This week, too. this week will probably be a big one for it. Yes. Hopefully. Um, but I think the biggest deterrent is they've like the huge selling point of this movie has been like you have to see it on IMAX, you have to see it in Dolby, you have to see it on a premium screen, you know, like. It's yep. going to be, you can't go to some regular screen. No, you can't go to the rinky All dink. of the premium screens all weekend were got, like sold out. You couldn't get a good seat. Um, yeah, so right. I think maybe it has like the chance to exist like longer because people are like, oh, I'll just see it in IMAX next week. You know, I'm not going to go to the regular. Screen. I'll see it when, when mom and dad are in town. We'll go see Avatar together. I'm yeah, seeing it tomorrow. It, so, yeah. And it's appointment booking. People are treating it like a, um, like a play or something. So when you buy tickets for like, farther in advance and you end up sure you go when you go yep. mm-hmm. so i think i think that was like a little bit of a mistake saying you could only you should only see it in this format because people are like well i'm not going to go in 2d digital. yeah 2d <laughs> digital yeah so i think 
I think that hurt it a little bit opening weekend. I can see that. Um, I can see that. Let's see if I can see it in 3D without seeing it in the 60 frames. Because I saw it in the 60 frames. Yeah, I just don't like it. I can attest to what they're saying, though, because I saw it um, at the press screening in Dolby. And then I saw it on Thursday regular screening in uh, 3D high frame rate um, VIP. And the Dolby was like night and day. It was so much better than the Thursday one that I saw. Yeah, Um, Dolby is great. So, like, I hate to agree, but, like, if you can see it in Dolby or IMAX, like, 100% 100% do that. Don't, don't like settle for the lesser screen. Let's see if I can find um, Dolby in the area. That's right. Now, okay, but they're only on AMC, so. Yeah. yeah. And then the best IMAX in Houston is the Marquia that's uh, under construction, so you can't see it. There's only Limaxes. Right. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> the movie itself, the plot, the loose plot. Yes. Um, it's like years after the first one, Jake has fully become Navi, like integrated. Um, he's raised a family now with Neytiri. Uh, the kids are Neteyam, Loak, Tuk, and Kiri. Kiri God bless is, you for, yeah. God bless you for knowing all the names. Kiri. Um, she's Kiri. a uh, uh, a baby mysteriously born of Sigourney Weaver's character. Um, immaculate conception, I feel. Situation space sure. G- space Jesus. Uh, Definitely metaphor. Um, and then the humans led by the. Courage? I don't know. Courage. Um, yeah, you got it right. Stephen Lang. Um, <laughs> they return like to Bandora, basically, and force the Sullys to flee to a new tribe, the uh, Metkayina, led by Tonawari and Ronal, which is uh, Cliff <laughs> Curtis. And um, we we'll give Dylan the uh, Congressional Medal of Honor. For, Wait, uh, why am I fumbling on this one? Who? What's her name? Who? What? The the leaders, Cliff Curtis and uh, the the actress. Kate Winslet. Yes. How did I say yeah. all those names and then I forgot Kate Winslet? Kate Winslet, Tonawari and Ronal. You also forget yeah. Edie Falco. Hello. Yeah, Edie Falco's <laughs> in it a little bit, and they forget that she was in the movie, and we don't see her again. I thought that was right. Weird. Yeah, she loved anyway. that coffee though. Um, I was just drinking yeah. coffee. So they they escape to this water tribe, and they're like adapting to the new world and like trying to defend it. That's the story. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's bare bones. There's, um, right. There's not. There's not a lot of like a uh, big story here, but you're you're um, building the world. Do y'all want to start with story world. or visuals? Um, where do you I feel? Mean, visuals, obviously. The story story is secondary to this movie in the movie. Now, I will I say, agree. I I enjoyed the story more than I expected to. I think the story okay. is better in this one than it was in the first one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree totally. It's it's more in depth, even though it's not as like complex as. Like say like Arrival as in, as a sci-fi movie with a uh, really, not even remotely, <laughs> yeah. But like I'm just saying like I'm giving like top tier like thinking sci-fi movies and like this is like a it's a blockbuster right like Star Wars type. There, there, there's enough for you to not be film. bored or for, like there there was there was one story that I got very invested in. So we'll get to that. But like visual, it's extremely simple. It's not as complex as Doctor Strange. You know, like right. It's simple, simple, simple. I'm not saying that's necessarily like a terrible thing. It's just like easy to follow, right? You know, but the visuals. So let's get to the visuals. The visuals, yeah. Um, Um, obviously stellar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a decade of work from thousands and thousands of people who didn't see their families, um, because James Cameron (laughs) said that that shot's not perfect. Stay here and keep working until I like it. You know, um, right. And like two things can be true. Something could be like unethically made and look really good. And uh, I think it was it, it paid off. It, it looks so, so like I, I can tell you, I really wanted to go into it and go, it didn't look all that great. It looked fine. 
I really wanted to, yeah. but I can't. I can't, <laughs> dude. Can't. It looks so good. You can't. Your Man. Dolby was popping, wasn't it? D- Dolby, dude, Dolby was so good. You were in 3D <laughs> too, right? Of course. Dol- okay. They only 3D? do Dolby, Dolby 3D. Um, the, okay. Got oh, it. man. The um, second the, the Ikron take off and you're flying around, I'm just like, Whoa, oh, my God. I just um, I forgot how good 3D can actually be. Yes. Because like, yes, oh after bugs. Avatar 1, we had a just decade of like garbage 3D. 3D. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just like 3D conversions that are just like, okay, not okay. Well, great. We have Ant-Man in 3D lit. It was it was it was filmmakers from the '80s going, "Oh, we're doing 3D again. Okay, well, we got to do a bunch of in-the-camera gags of go, like Whoa. things coming at you." Yeah, it was a bunch of old filmmakers going, "This, okay, you say 3D. I know how to make 3D movies. I'll make or a 3D worse. movie for you." Right. Or worse, it was this movie wasn't made in 3D. Let's just convert it. You know, right. That's what we got mostly. Um, yeah. But this movie looked incredible. The effects were remarkable. Um, the, the high 3D- frame rate. How did you feel about that? Matt, I really liked it. I Matt did I'm, not. I, I I so when high frame rate is I saw the Hobbit way back Same. when when it was in Same. I saw that I hated I just, the Hobbit high frame rate. Hated agreed. that. And like it just it, everything just looks like it's in like fast forward or like a point five faster than it should be. I don't feel any of the weight. Like like the they seem like they're the, floating. Yeah, the banshees were flying around. It seemed like there was no like effort that they were putting in. Like I. I watched the the original on my at home before I like the day of I see seeing the new one. And like every time those things flap their wings, you felt the the air come down off of them and, and hit the ground and, and whatever. And it, I just didn't feel that when I saw it in the high frame rate. Hopefully when I see it in Dolby tomorrow, I'll I'll get the, the that will be high frame rate too. Dolby's gonna be high frame will rate too. Yes. Is yeah. it really? Yes. Yeah. I thought it wasn't. No, it is. Um oh, the well, only way to not get shucks. the high frame rate. I don't think I think they're all in high frame rate. I think, I think you'll like I... it better in Dolby regardless. So Dolby is the superior screen. <laughs> I like okay. the high frame rate because unlike uh, Gemini Man and The Hobbit. <laughs> no, no. We don't talk about this her. one. Not only were those bad movies, but they were. Um, I don't think the high frame rate was good on those because they <sighs> kept it at the high frame rate. This one had a sliding scale. So even like within one scene, it would sometimes be regular. Sometimes it would be high frame right. rate. So I think it was used. I will. Well, I'll where say, it needed to be. I, I disagree with that to a small extent, though. I think there were a certain there, I there were sometimes I don't. I thought there was something wrong with the projector. Um, when I felt like it started to chug, um, hmm. like hmm. I played enough FPSs on a PC that doesn't have stable hardware, <laughs> where it's like like uh, you don't get it on an Xbox or a PlayStation, right? But like if you're playing on a PC and you're playing on out of date hardware when you're in high school, and you drop from the 30 FPS to 15. Like oh whoa okay what am I doing here it it felt like it chugged a couple of times for me so that might have been oh, um, a projector maybe. issue yeah. or that might have been them sliding around and I it just was jarring to me mm. um there, that makes sense I definitely noticed this this the shift I don't know again like I said it was on purpose or not but um I think um, in I, general it was high frame rate like underwater and flying and action course. scenes and then like the quieter scenes were normal i think but i i really liked the underwater stuff i thought it looked really good oh, obviously man, so i mean that's good. what he's been spending a decade of his life researching and doing right shooting underwater yeah, um, that's why he shot underwater in submarine this whole time yeah and he hasn't directed shot two really good films like that underwater so he hasn't directed a movie since 2009 he's been working on yeah. this since then mm-hmm. yeah and it shows um it's kind of annoying because like after all the talk and like boasting you know like 
Uh, you, it I, so nice. really, I obviously really want this movie to do well and be good because there's like thousands of people other than James Cameron who oh, like, yeah. poured their heart into this. But like it would feel a little good to see him humbled. Uh, but like, you know, it is good. It is. He yeah, did good it, it, on the visually. Yeah. Um, like he's so full of himself, but dang it, is he talented? Right. Yeah. He seems I don't want to hang out with him. Uh, I would I don't want to be around him, um, but like I'll see his movies. He's a he's I a would, he's a good filmmaker. Um, the story. Yeah, let's talk about this. Let's talk about who, the story. Who starts? Um, I'll talk about it. So I think <laughs> okay. so. So not not getting into this the entire plot of the movie, but it's like uh, you know Jake Sully and Fam have to bail on their little group uh, in the their forest dwelling Navi, and they have to go into the water based Navi. Forgive me for not giving the tribe names <laughs> their correctly. Group. They're a little great and sensitive. A little group. Um, <laughs> You're like Stephen Lang calling Natiri uh, Mrs. 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 Sully. Jake Sully. Yeah. yeah. Mrs. Sully. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Mrs. Sully. Hey. He, uh, he was doing? like, he was so, he was so good. <laughs> he was he the was, worst. Um, he's so good at chewing the scenery. I love him. He's yeah. great. He's, he was very good at this movie. But um, sorry. So, sorry. yeah. So, so uh, the Sully's have to leave um, their home and they have to go flee because they feel like this attack from the humans is never going to cease unless they leave and go into hiding or whatever. So they have to go uh, with the aquatic Navi. um, The name starts with an M, excuse me. Um, But (laughs) Metcaina. Thank you. Thank you. Metcaina. Yes. And, and then they have to learn the way of water. Um, Yes. And they do. Um, I'll I'll tell you, I, I really, I think that, the the story worked out a lot more once they got with the Metcaina. Like I think um, we were just like treading water. No pun. The water puns. It's not, it's not on purpose. <laughs> oh, I no. think we were just treading water for like forty minutes to get to that point. Um, for you were just that, flooded with exposition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we were just like wading through all this exposition to uh, um, yeah. doggy paddling, if you will. Yes, yeah, if you will. Uh, but anyway, um, so. And then I, you know, I want to talk about my favorite story element really quick. Or yeah, um, the I don't remember the the names of the two kids, the the two male kids, um, Lokai, Lokai, yeah, Lo-ock. and uh, excuse me, Loak. Sorry, Lo-ock. Lokai was in another another thing I was watching. Loak and um, oh oh oh, Netayam, Netayam, sure, uh, whatever, uh, one of them. Um, the older um, brother and the younger brother. The young, the younger <laughs> brother's relationship with the to, uh, Tokun, Tokun, the uh, the whales. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So that storyline, I loved that. I thought that I was incredible. That whale. Oh, bro, that whale, that whale ruled. So, but let me okay. tell you though, that hunting scene, both like the flashback where they're all getting murdered, and then the hunting yeah. scene where they go kill the mom. Dude, I I was having a a hard time watching that in Agreed. the movie. That was so intense. It felt like real world wailing. And that is a problem. Like I was like, this is horrific for me. I hate this. However, that being said, brother, they got me. So, so when, <laughs> when I I was invested. So when, 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 when my man shows up and free willies himself onto the deck of this boat and he starts like <laughs> taking everybody out, I literally in the theater went, Yes. Get him. Icon was awesome, man. Dude, that when was he took awesome the arm, role. bro. When he took oh. his arm off with the ATST rope, bro. Let's go. That was good. It was, that was the, good. It was I, when when that, that was happened. Great. I leaned over to Nat. Nat and I were just 
cackling. I was like, he got exactly what I wanted to happen to him. It's great. <laughs> I, an I, arm for an arm. An arm for an arm. Now he's got the harpoon. Yeah. <laughs> I think that, that yeah. was too quippy, but that was um, the best, most satisfying moment. I agree. Oh, absolutely. I loved that part. That was that was great. That was when I let out my my sigh of relief. Like, okay, everything's gonna be all right. <laughs> yeah, it. it was hard to watch these like animated fictional creatures get hunted, you know. <laughs> Dude, it was like so intense. It felt like yeah. it was it was a long scene and it was really just dark. And it was like this sucks. And, it, and, and they're getting and the tortured. Angles they showed, yeah. Oh and man! And I was like, "Oh, the baby back. got away. At least they didn't kill the baby." Oh no! Like, no, they, that's dead they too. Killed, they killed the like, baby oh, too. Okay. And then, and you don't get any respite either because, like, then Kate Winslet's character comes over and is just like, she was a composer of songs. Yeah. 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 Oh man, brutal. Yeah, brutal. they just really like twisted the knife on that. Oh, it was um, the most emotionally manipulative. Like, but th- but they got me. Like, I was in, so I was invested. I was fully invested in that storyline with the boy and his whale, the free willy storyline, <laughs> if you will. Yeah, um, yeah, I agree. There were there were some that I was more invested in than others. Uh, that one, and I like. I wanted to learn more about like Kiri, what her what her whole deal oh, is. Yeah, Matt was talking about clearly, that. Oh man, there's yeah, probably a lot of setup I, for the next one. Of um, course. So yeah. Oh man, such a great storyline! I'm very glad that we got Sigourney Weaver again. I have mixed yeah. feelings. I, I don't think she was convincing I, at all as a teenager, um, but I'm mean, glad that sure. she was there. She sounded well. She sounded like Sigourney Weaver, you know? Right. Okay. And sometimes they're I blue would, people. I, I like. I, I get you can it. Make but these like, people any size or any age, it doesn't matter. But sometimes we've seen the behind the scenes and the mocap. I'm thinking about her and her little flirty scenes with um, Spider, that like yeah. actual young guy. And I'm thinking of Sigourney Weaver doing that. I'm like, huh. Um, speaking, of, child. speaking of Spider, I, 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 um, that's my complaint. Okay, me too. Um, the, uh, the end? No, I oh, have that's mine. Spider in general, Spider complaints a little okay. bit. Okay. Um, yeah. My, my my biggest deal with Spider is the end of the movie, like him saving Stephen Lang. Like I just don't understand it. I know that's, that's still his like dad. okay. No, it's not. They even made a big point to say it's not. And like, but biologically, I, he is. And I, I had this I, point. I was talking to Michael about it earlier, and I, I feel like it was him that. saying, "I'll never be you, and I'll be better than you because I have compassion that you don't." I I get that's what I felt from that but scene. He, like. I, I I get that and I but yeah. I think but I don't like it. I think it's stupid. I think it's sure. I think it's not what we wanted to see. Right. And it just doesn't make it it just doesn't ring true to me. Like, but again, I guess I don't really know Spider. Spider is barely in the movie and he spends most of the movie as a captive slash cohort of Stephen Lang. Um he's person for them to talk at exposition at, you know. Of course. He's That's literally awesome. his purpose, so it's hard to be mad at the character, like the character's existence, because otherwise we would not know like oh what's this juice coming out of the whale for you know like what's the, the juice? things this thing what's the, the juice? things they need to tell him for us so right. i get it but like i did think he was a little annoying i will say that uh, i could have like i wish there was another way to do it without him um and i think it made sense saving the dad i like i get it but it's not like what we want to see it feels like it was just done to keep stephen Lang around for another one Although if they cloned him once, they could have just cloned him again, I guess. Like, yeah, we got to know what the end game is. How can you permanently kill these people? Can you only do one recom? I mean, like, what's the like, what's the what's the end game for this? I guess it does step on the first movie a little bit because it was like the whole thing was like Jake 
you have to take you have to take over this avatar that we made for your brother because they're like billions of dollars and we can't make any more. And then this movie starts and we're like, we have a bunch more. Yeah. I mean, you're going to have it's I feel like that's fine because there are going to be black ops sites on every company everywhere. And there's always going to be the shady organization that's got everything ready to go. That's fine. Mm -hmm. I'm 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 totally okay looking past that speaking like, of I black was... ops organizations i think the i think the military uh presence was very strong i thought it felt really realistic mm -hmm. i liked the way the ships looked they felt very heavy i mm -hmm. very, very well designed i thought they looked really good um, yeah i've got yeah i've got a couple of the models here and they look great from every angle so do you, yeah. do you yeah. have any complaints dylan me or oh, matt sorry. either yeah you go first if you have any complaints um honestly i felt the runtime a little bit in that second act like I I, hmm. I didn't I felt I didn't in the mind first it. act. I didn't mind. I loved the first act. I thought the stuff in the the jungle was awesome. The they're taking out the train and they're having the the guerrilla warfare and it's I love that. Um, but when we were kind of like learning everything about uh, the way of water and all that, I uh -huh. I was I wasn't checked out. I was I was just like I I understand it. I just I want to know. I want to get to the point that we're, I want to get to the point faster. Well, see, that's the opposite to me is like, I thought the point was the water. So I was like, well, we're just mm -hmm. sitting here spinning our wheels in the forest, uh, treading mm -hmm. water, if you will. When's the water? Um, yeah. Where's the, where's the water? When are we going to go swimming? Um, no. I kind of, I kind of see both of your points. So I think I did enjoy it more when we got to the, to the water tribe people. Um, mm -hmm. I think I'm not sure if it's just because it was like such a visual feast. I think if another movie had done like learning how to ride stuff for an hour, I think I might have yeah. been annoyed if it didn't look so good, you know? Oh, absolutely. If so it, it was did like, not look almost as good. Like, yeah. It was almost like ASMR uh, water wallpaper stuff, you know? Like I was like not complaining at all. I really enjoyed it. And then I think the last hour was like perfect yes. because it was just like yeah. such a solid last act. Like it, any slowness I was like, I think was made up for in the last action bit. But um, to answer Michael's question about any complaints other than spider, my only like kind of complaint and it's hard to complain because there's so many more quote movies coming out. Definitely another one. We should say that there's one more for sure. Maybe mm -hmm. a couple more after that. Well, Dylan, when stuff. he delivered the, the treatment for Avatar five, they said, holy F. Yeah. And then Apparently. did you see the one where he said that the cut for the next one is nine hours long and he wants to animate the whole thing and then cut it down whatever um okay I, uh wait, wait wait let me get to my complaint yeah go ahead um i think the best character from the first one was natiri and i thought she took a little bit too much of a backseat in this one i think she had the biggest emotional moment Arc? yeah yeah and then it would just kind of happen to her and she would react and then we wouldn't really get to like follow up on like her transition to i think her adapting to the you know, the new water area would be the most interesting. Um, they set up that she was the most upset about it, and then we don't really get to see it. And then stuff with the family that's happening, she doesn't really react to that either. So, like, I feel like we would just check in with her every once in a while and then move on right. quickly. So that was my only uh, little complaint, like, character-wise in terms of the family. Okay. Um, my yeah. only other little complaint, I, I mentioned it to Matt earlier, it was just, like, a, a moment um, when the daughter... Or the girl, the girl, uh, Carrie. No, 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 no. Sorry. Uh, from the the water one. 
Oh, the water princess. Yeah, water. Re- yeah, uh, Reina. Sure. Reina. Reina. When, whenever the water princess showed up, Rhea. the first time, and they did like, uh, yes. if, and honestly, felt like an homage to Fast Times at Ridgemont High, where the the hot girl gets out of the pool and the, the and the the saxophone music comes out. I'm like, what are we watching? That is ridiculous. It was um, a little too much. For, yeah. Just for it was like ten seconds, but I was just like, this is stupid. That feels really out of place to me. Um. I get it's love at first sight or whatever, but that's dumb. I don't like it. Um, again, but it doesn't ruin the movie for me at all. I had a very good time and I really liked the movie. So but just I, feel, like, <laughs> yeah, I feel like obligated to say that this is like the story wise. I feel like it's even though it might be a little bit better. I feel like it's the same like caliber as the first one. Um, and that like simple. Um, it is very simple. First one's about protecting forests. This one's about protecting ocean, like a very simplified theme right. like digestible for for children not not to like belittle it but you know it's like right it's super it's a super accessible basic theme very accessible good to oh those. yeah yeah it's um it's it's very accessible yeah so i don't want to like put it over too much like oh it's so much better than the first one if you hated that one you'll love this one i don't think it's that i think no if i don't you, i just happen to connect with the story more in this one I would just like implore people to go back and remember how they felt watching the first one, not like years later from online, how they feel about it or James Cameron's like sullying it. Right. Um, but, uh, uh, but you know what I mean? Imagine how you felt totally. walking out of the first one. I think if you had a good time and you enjoyed that, you would enjoy this one also. Definitely. I yes. agree. Um, let's rate this movie. Let's rate it. So um, if you're unfamiliar, we rate on the letterbox scale, which is from uh, uh, 0.5 to 5. Um, so last week Dylan predicted he would give it a 4.5 and I predicted I would give it a four. Um, I will go first. Um, I'm giving it a four. I, so when I walked out, when I walked out, it was a four or five. Okay. Um, when I walked out, it was a four or five. I sat with it for like, I feel like I can change my mind a day later. You know what I mean? Like, um, no. So it was a four (laughs) or five when I walked out. I was like, man, I was on a high, like the, the, the token one, like, Free Free Willy and his buddy got him, cut the dude's arm off, ruled, you know. And then I was like, "All right, all right, all right, calm down." Uh, but I'm I'm going with a four. I really I I mean a strong four, a strong four. Yeah. Um, I'll uh, go next. Oh yeah. Uh, like you said, I predicted four or five. Um, I'm also giving it a four, which is okay. like very strong. I super enjoyed it. Um, it's a ten out of five visually. Oh. And a three out of five story, which like, <laughs> you know, it averages to a four for me, you know, like right. I would definitely watch it again in a theater. Um, I would love to watch this again. I yeah. might go see I'm it excited too. <laughs> it's it loses like a tiny bit. Also, there's like there's some things that like could be maybe a little culturally insensitive. But other than that, it's like, well, of course, I, I have no major complaints. It was good. Yeah. What about um, you, Matt? I, I'm going to give it the four or five that you guys were predicting. Uh, I, I loved just, I loved going back to this world and becoming just entrenched with things that you like the first 45 minutes. I loved, I loved the, yeah, that's a pretty good one. Right. Um, the first 45 minutes I loved because I understood everything that was happening. We were already in home tree for a full movie. We already know what the, the forest is like. I love the being familiar with this world for 45 minutes as we, as we, get ready to just absolutely shift the way we go here. And I just, I thought that the, the visuals were incredible. The story was a, uh, a little bit of an uptick from the last one. I just had a blast watching it. I can't wait to see it again tomorrow. 
Awesome. Yeah, I do want to see it again in theaters because um, knowing me, uh, I won't. won't see it again for a while. But but my mom does want to see it, so that there's a oh, possibility okay. for that. So that's awesome. Um, yeah, we might want to do that because she, she saw the first one and loved it. Um, but anyway, it's right now. Nice, excellent. <laughs> well, anything else we want to add before we bail out? Ooh. I think we're good. Yes, go ahead. I got one more thing. This has my second favorite use of subtitles in a film. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You were telling me about that. It's, it is. An, it's a neat idea. It, when Wait, what it, do you yeah. mean by that? I need a. I need a. Here, let, let me let me let me let me translate it for you. So, um, when when they start the movie, uh, Jake is narrating and explaining about learning the language and ingratiating, right? And all the Navi are speaking in their language, and it's subtitled. But he, narratively, he explain. So, what this is is this, they narratively explain why they're going to be speaking in English the whole movie. So the whole thing is subtitled in the beginning, and then yeah. he talks about learning the language and the, and when he says well, i learned the language the subtitles go fade away and they start speaking english it it was so okay. cool i was blown away it's a neat idea. how cool that was i was i loved it i was just so i was blown it. away for a different reason um okay. if you've seen the snl skit the, about the papyrus <laughs> font um <laughs> he stuck to it the all the subtitles were papyrus i don't I, yes. I, I was i was shocked i thought maybe he could at least be shamed into changing the font um from no. that Nah. tea leaf looking nah. stupid white tribal font, but here we are no we love papyrus papyrus <laughs> it's, a, it's a good font <laughs> uh, it's, wait it's, it's only font. better behind comic sans um, <laughs> comic sans Wing is superior font. you said any notes to end on i would say happy holidays to to everyone so oh yeah of course for, yeah that's right whatever um, you celebrate yes uh, is during hanukkah christmas is coming up and uh yeah, whatever you whatever you celebrate, uh, happy holidays from us at the Uncanny Universe podcast. But that's gonna do and it for us. If you celebrate this week. no holiday, um, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> if you celebrate no holiday, then what are you doing? Make yeah, one happy up. New Year, happy Make New up. Year. Make one up. Yeah, right. Exactly. But anyway, thank you all so much for downloading us. We really appreciate all the support. Bye, everyone. This is Dylan. This is Matt. And I'm Michael. We'll see you next time. Thanks for sticking around for the mid-credits. We can tell you've been trained well. If you want to help us out, please go over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. It'll really help new people find the show, and it will help us to get Rotten Tomatoes verified so we can start affecting those rankings. Then, check out our socials. We're BRC Uncanny on Twitter, Uncanny Universe on Facebook and Instagram. We'll see you online.